What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lost in Culture podcast, hosted by me, Alex White. For those of you that know, y'all know that I've always had a very diverse group of friends. Um, It's actually one of the favorite things about myself is my ability to get along with everyone. But with that being said, in this quote unquote woke season that I am and that the world is in, um, I haven't been more careful with my white friends as I am today in this moment of time. Our allies are very important right now. They have the power to speak to their community coming from a person that looks like them. Because obviously, you know, when we try to explain our situation or explain our hurt, it's interpreted the wrong way or they just don't understand. So Lacey was able to jump on Zoom with me and I was able to have a conversation with an ally who gets it, who understands. And right now that means just as much to me. It's just as important to me as voting. So thank you so much, Lacey. I can't express to you how I can't say thank you enough and express to you how important it is for you to keep using your voice and utilizing your platform. Thank you, Lacey. Shout out to our allies. Thank you to the ones who hear our cry out. Thank you to the ones who are being who aren't being defensive and aren't personalizing a movement for equality. Thank you to the ones who are not only speaking out on social media, but are having these uncomfortable conversa- conversations inside their homes. Uh, I know it's difficult. I know it's different. I know it feels funny, but these conversations are very much needed. Um, thank you to the ones who are willing to change their vote, affect their pockets in order for us to have some equality around here. Thank you. It's important. Thank you for waking up. Thank you for educating yourselves. Thank you for utilizing your privilege to help. Thank you for those who are united in this fight with us. And, um, I mean, for those who that doesn't apply you, then respectfully, fuck you. Uh, Arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor, episode 32. Let's get it. Welcome to another episode of the Lost of Culture podcast hosted by me, Alex White. Thank you guys for rocking with me, all the love, support, feedback, everything you guys have given me thus far. I am not by myself. I am with a very special guest all the way from Kansas. <laughs> good, good old Kansas. Uh, Lacey is with me today. Originally from Kansas. Disclaimer. <laughs> How's the transition? How's everything going? How's COVID in Kansas? How's all that? It's so actually COVID in Kansas is much different than COVID in Texas. Mm. I've been, I've been to obviously I've been to both when all this stuff has been going on, and I feel like Texas has definitely been more on top of their stuff. Mm. Believe it or not, Mm -hmm. even though my personal opinion, they opened up too early. Blah blah blah. Yes. Yes. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They had hand washing stations, hand sanitizers, blah, 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 blah. It was clean. They kept it as clean as they can. 
so, probably wear one. So y'all are the problem. <laughs> So I wanted to get it. I wanted to happen in your business as well. Lulu's Craft Boutique. Tell us about that. How did that start? Um, you know, what's your idea behind that? That looks. I mean, that shit is booming. I just see you did a giveaway and all that shit. Like that shit is booming right now. So congratulations it's to that. Been crazy. It's been crazy. So I was actually working at a local school district whenever COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so unfortunately, I was one of the many that lost my job. Mm-hmm. To Um, And it really put me and my husband in kind of a a tight situation because, you know, even though I was working at the school district and I, you know, teachers don't get paid near enough. (laughs) Woo, that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation, man. That's a whole nother, like, that's that's another topic for another day. Man. But it still was a loss to my income. It was a loss Mm -hmm. to mine and my husband's lifestyle and how we like to spend our money and everything like that. Exactly. I was kind of, I was out of a job. I was like, I don't know what to do. And nobody was hiring because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was, it was tough. It was really rough there for a few weeks. Cause I didn't know whether or not the school district was going to be paying me or not. They hadn't voted on it. Mm. So I was kind of in a tough spot. I was at home doing nothing. Uh, my mom got me a, a vinyl cutter. So a, mm-hmm. a cameo silhouette whatever right. machine. My mom got me one of those for Christmas and I never learned how to use it. So my friend was like, hey, I'll teach you. So I was like, okay, cool. So I go over to her house. She taught me how to do Solid. it. We made my sign. So my first sign that I ever made. Right. Um, we made that. And uh, I posted a picture of it. And everybody just, everybody kind of flocked to it. And they're mm. like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. How much would you charge? So you had no one, you had no intention of like even this. Even, that is crazy. That is crazy. It always works like that. Always. Always. It, it just kind of fell into my lap. I had no, I li- had literally no intention. I was bored at home, worried about what was going on, and then everybody Man. started asking me, you know, where can I buy one? Where can I order one? Yada yada yada. I have friends that saw it and they yep. really like it. Blah, yep. blah 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 blah. So I was like. Power the power of the word, man. Power of the word. It was just it was one of those things that just kind of fell in my lap. So I did what I did and. Now I'm, I've expanded to not only doing, you know, the circle signs that I started out doing. Mm-hmm. I've done home decor signs, signs right. that people put above their beds. I've ventured into t-shirts mm. and mm-hmm. the decals and a bunch of different stuff. So damn. there's definitely a market out there for whatever you want to do. A- absolutely. That is, that is for damn sure true. It had to come to light somehow. So that is like, I mean, when they say like, Everything happens, for a reason. Everything happens for a reason, and especially like what I ask, I ask people this all the time: like, how do you want to come out of this COVID quarantine situation? Like, you can either come out of it the same way you came in it, or you come out of it, uh, you know, learning shit about yourself, um, you know, a new business opportunity, anything. Like, as long as you figure out something during this time where we are doing absolutely yeah. nothing, like. So I mean I applaud you for that. Everything looks great. I I I love it. I mean I see I see you doing numbers all the time. I mean your promo is great. Everything's amazing. Like how's it feel like as a as a startup? Thank do you, you feel like do you, Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Do you feel like you need um do you feel like you need to I- expand in a bigger marketplace or do you want to keep it more so on Facebook or how do you plan on really expanding that market? So the situations that I've run into personally is that 
running a business is really hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> running your own startup sure. is it's not it's not as easy as people make it seem. It's mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I am the business. I am the exactly. only person that I handle. I handle my own finances. I handle mm-hmm. my own supply, my demand, my mm. pricing, making sure my profits are where they need to be. Mm. I'm the one crafting everything. I'm in charge of everything. So it's it's not easy by any sense of the word, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's definitely rewarding in the sense that it, it makes me sit here and say, okay, I did that. Yeah, I did. That's my shit. That's my shit. <laughs> I, 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 Right, yeah. This is so cool that, like, everything, like I said, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Stuff falls into people's laps for a reason. So, the hardest thing about all of this is, like, trying to keep up with all the promotion and trying to Mm. keep up with all that stuff because, especially, you know, my main clientele, like, all my friends and family, the people that support me the most are 500 miles away. Mm -hmm. So, it was not something that I expected to be able to actually do anything with. Mm. And then I started making a name for myself um, here on base mm-hmm. um, and getting my name out there and my business out there and my work with a bunch of these military spouses. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, it's word of mouth. It's not just me posting on Facebook and everything like that. So, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely kind of expanded a lot quicker than I expected it mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So it's definitely been, it's, it's been a ride. It's been a ride. But, right. You know, we, I opened up at, I opened up at the beginning of April and I have in just the few months that I've been open, I have almost 800 likes on my page. Nice. You know, I've made upwards of a hundred something. Like it's, it's expanded a lot quicker than I expected. And that's good and bad just because yeah. like I said, yeah. I am, the one and only. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I think for right now, Facebook is kind of my main market. Um, but eventually, what I would like to do is open up my own Etsy shop. And the thing is, is Etsy is a completely different market. Etsy is very competitive because right, there is right, there's everybody everything. Yeah, yeah, everybody on there. Yeah. And so it's a it's a completely different ball game once you actually expand to a different social site kind of like that because it's you're up against much more competition Mm, mm, mm. and it's 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 kind of scary you know especially as a startup Mm -hmm. because I know the workload that I can handle right now and if I do open an Etsy shop it's I'm opening myself up for a lot more Mm. So I think right now I'm kind of sticking to Facebook just right. because right. I don't know if I get it. I don't know if I'm personally. You got to know, you got to know when to transition the right time. Like you got to, you can't overwhelm exactly. yourself. It's, like it's just not, and it's just not the right time. For me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because yeah. I'm still, I'm still in the transition of opening it. You know, I'm still right. learning. Right. I'm still learning about expanding products and adding products to the boutique and everything like that. Mm. So, if I'm still adding products and all this other stuff, it's it's going to be hard for me to promote everything the way that I need to and the way that right. I want to. Right. So it is it is all about timing. Timing. Exactly. So. Exactly. And so social media is a big yeah, help. All in due time. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So social media helps a lot. Like I don't think we realize how much social media has taken control of literally everything. And it's like if we like 
any anything we do on here, it is so easy to make a name for ourselves or, you know, put ourselves out there or do something that we like to do via social media just because of how quickly things, you know, expand and go about it through social yeah. media. And your shit is like customizable. So it's not like you're doing shit that the same thing people other people are doing. Like everybody exactly you have your own little niche you have your own little little way of doing things and i mean that's i mean that's that's enough on its own so congratulations on that again and um you know i'm i'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep on i'm gonna keep on supporting that when that shit hit etsy though give me that discount that etsy code discount i got you though i need that discount code no, but Lacey, uh, I wanted I, the main reason I wanted to bring you on here. Uh, well, first, I wanted to thank you. Thank you so much for being such an advocate, uh, for using your voice, for using your platform, for being an ally. Um, and and it just you you specifically stuck out to me more than anyone, which says a lot about my friends. But <laughs> but, <laughs> but you 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 you. <laughs> you stuck you stuck out to me a lot just because you're um you're very consistent and uh and you're very true to your word and, and you can tell your heart through your your platform and um so i wanted to bring you on here and just talk about all the 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 things that's going on the obvious things that's going on um so i wanted to ask you like ever since uh the protest started because i mean we all know that racism and the the injustice and all this is not new like this is not new to us this it's just being recorded it's being captured on film and now there's really no way to ignore it so it's 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 being talked about which is great um so what what has that been like as far as you getting so involved with uh black lives matter and you know the injustice system with you being so involved in posting on social media, how has that really changed um, your interactions, uh, the people around you, and things like that? So I feel like being from Texas, Texas is very conservative. And growing up as a white woman, there were many, many, many instances where I never had to think of anybody's race. I never right. had... That was never in the forefront of my mind. What I say and what I do can affect this person just because they're black or just because they're Hispanic or just because of X, Y, and Z. You know, I never had to think that way. Mm -hmm. So growing up, whenever, and what's crazy is if you'd asked me these questions four years ago, five years ago, my own thought process and my own opinion has changed so much mm -hmm. just in the age of social media just in you know hearing people out and allowing my and opening my mind and opening mm -hmm. my heart to learning what other people's experiences are yeah. because nobody's experiences are the same mm -hmm. nobody's are and everybody has a story and i think that being able to open your heart and open your mind to what people are saying just because it doesn't happen to you does not mean that it doesn't happen to other people. Absolutely. And I think that to sit here and say, oh, well, because unfortunately I have seen people that don't believe that racism is still relevant right now mm -hmm. and that, 
you know, oh, we don't own slaves anymore, so that means that nobody's racist, or so that means that we are all equal. No, that's not how that works. There are many other ways that black people are being oppressed mm -hmm. nowadays that we don't have to own slaves to be oppressing black people. We exactly. don't have to, you know, be locking up Hispanic kids in cages to be oppressing Hispanics, you know? Mm -hmm. There are many other ways that our system is set up against yep. those people yep. Very that true. oppresses them that a lot of people don't a lot of people don't want to recognize. A lot of people right. don't want to see that. Right. Because it doesn't affect them. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't affect them personally, so why would they care? Exactly. And I and I think Amer so, America has has gotten so far deep in um in in this system and, and we were taught that you know slavery isn't a, isn't a bad thing. We were taught that you know these things that go on in America are normal. We were we were taught that way. Like like this has been a system thing for years and years and years and years and years. Like this is like again this is nothing new. And I think that the the fact that 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 this is now coming to light is it's scaring people. It's it's making it's making people uncomfortable because now they're seeing America for what it truly is. Exactly, 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 and they and it's like it's like you can't the shit that we learn in our history books, the shit that they have that they have that our, our leaders have taught us. Such a minor, it's such a minimal oh version of everything that has actually happened, and I think you know, as me personally, I'm very, I'm very liberal. I don't consider my, I'm, I consider myself a left leaning independent mm. politically. Mm -hmm. But I think that dealing with social issues doesn't always necessarily have to be political. Absolutely not. And, and uh, I think that, you know, we as society in general, we like to label people. We right. We like to label things. We like, it makes us comfortable to put labels onto people. Exactly. Okay, you're black in a low-income neighborhood so that must mean you're on welfare too that must mm -hmm. mean that mm -hmm. you are a thug that must mean you know and stereotypes stereotypes america is exactly. great for stereotypes exactly and we like to generalize people like oh all white people are racist all black people are thugs all hispanics all, all cops are bad racist. yeah exactly exactly mm -hmm. and the thing is is i i can support law enforcement good law enforcement while also saying that what happened to George Floyd and Tamir Rice and Eric Garner and countless, countless, countless other people is mm -hmm. wrong. Yep. Yep. You know, and I think that I think that America has swept it under the rug for so long mm -hmm. that we've actually taught our we've actually started believing that it doesn't exist just because exactly. we've put it on the back burner for so long. And I think that nowadays, because, you know, and honestly, I think it has a lot to do with our generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you me know, too. The millennial, I agree. the millennial generation, we are the, we are the most educated generation ever, ever. Mm -hmm. We grew up in the age of technology. Mm -hmm. So we had so many resources that were available to us that allowed us to seek out other education and to seek out other resources to help us we can learn. we could do the research on our own because clearly the the the, the exactly. things that were taught to us weren't correct or weren't all the way explained exactly. to us properly so now that we that, that's why exactly and, and and that's why i am so strong on our generation's voices being heard like i am so strong like on, on just like the mindset of 
it, it it's not me, so it doesn't matter, or or I, it's my 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 vote won't won't matter because it's so many people like that mindset. It just it kills me because it's like our our like black people are super angry right now. We we are we it, we are we are up we are fed up, and it's like. There's the only way we can really change. We we might we might not see the change in our lifetime. We might not see it in in the next 50, 60 years. This this whole system needs reconstructing. And I think at this our generation is the most vocal and the and the most intelligent when it comes to making change. But we have to teach a generation under us as well. Like our our parents, etc., our grand they've done they like it's their their time is over. Like it's 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 us now. Like all those history pictures we keep seeing and all that shit. Like that was our parents. Like it is it is our time now. Like we need to we need to make that change and we need to be that. We need to be the voice. Well, and there is stuff in hit and there is stuff in history that is being taught in history books now that we've experienced. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that 9/11, 9-11 is in history books now. We were old enough to understand and to know what 9-11 was and what was happening. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's so much that's being written in history now that we are already aware of, that we lived through, that exactly. we are living through. Exactly. And the only way for anything to change is for somebody, anybody, to stand up and say, hey, what the hell? Like, mm -hmm. what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. Why are we doing things this way? If we don't want to repeat history, then why are we still doing it this way? It's, it's... Then why is all of this still going on? And the thing is, is that I feel like it's all about, it's all about making your voices heard. Mm -hmm. It's all, of, and the thing is, and it, it's about making people listen. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, a lot of people nowadays, and this goes in any situation, not just black, white, Hispanic, it goes for any conversation that you're sitting here having. Mm -hmm. We need to learn how to listen to understand versus listening to respond. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, I think that listening to somebody just so that you can have a rebuttal, just so that you can debate and say argue what you want to say. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Just for the sake of the argument versus actually trying to understand where said person is coming from is a part of the problem. Right. Is because we are all so desperate to have our voices, our voices heard. But what people don't realize is that the voices of black people have very rarely ever man and when it and when it has been heard they kill us like when it when when exactly. we do when we do get when when we get to to the unity and we get people woke and understanding and 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 know that we are not animals they we are not the enemy our system does everything they can to downplay it every our time does everything they can to shoot that catalyst down mm -hmm. in any way that they can mm -hmm. in any way that they can and the sooner that we realize that it's not us against each other it's us against them exactly exactly that's when, it's, I think that's it's, when there's gonna have some change right right i think and it's also kind of like a um it's kind of like a uh, uh you have to have a human heart like it's as simple as that. Like it's as simple as knowing right from wrong. It's as simple as being the oppressor, or the or being with us. Like you you have like there there's there's literally no buts or howevers or anything when it comes to this topic. Like there is no Black Lives Matter but. There is no you know not all cops are bad but. Like yeah, like there is there is there is there is none of that. There you're either you're either a hundred percent with us or you're a hundred percent against us. 
And the thing is, is nowadays it's not enough just to sit here and say I'm not a racist. It, it's it's not it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough to just. This is not a trendy topic. It is not enough to just to just post a black tile picture and then go about your day. Like it's it's not enough. Like this is not a joke. Like this is not this is not. This time, this shit is not being swept under the rug. We keep sweep, we've been sweeping shit under the rug for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Listen, change is uncomfortable. This is all new to us. This is all new to everybody. Like, like anyone. Make people uncomfortable. I don't give a fuck. We need to make exactly. all these nasty ass white people uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly. These racist ass white people. Like, I don't understand. I just don't understand why you don't. It's 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 blatant. It's in your face. You have you have Google to look up look up look up anything in your phone. The facts are there. Like if you can't see what's right and wrong, like I don't even know what to say. Like watch if you don't like reading shit, watch movies. At that point, it's blatant ignorance, and you're choosing to be a dick. And that's and that's the tough part. That's that's the hard part. How do we get past the people that? think like that because that's going to be the hardest part i feel like we can make like i said this change is new to us like i've made hella change as far as like watching where i put my money because because sometimes it's not about color it's all about green these companies they they like it's they're behind a lot of shit i can go into a deep rabbit hole about these companies but it's like you gotta it's little shit like that. Like, damn, I want Chick Fil A so bad, but I remember when that fool said that uh, that that slavery was a blessing. Like, I can't give my money to that. Like, it's little. It's I'm not expecting no one to stop giving their dollar to all these racist companies overnight. I'm not expecting. But no. prop, Rome wasn't built in a day. But damn it, those bricks is being laid. Exact, exactly. Like, but, but it's all about holding people accountable, and I think that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Is that you know, as a white woman, as you know. I'm mm-hmm. very, I'm very white. Okay. No fucking way. My family, you know, my family grew up in Far East Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, they are Southern to the core. Right. And it's all about holding those kind of people accountable. Mm. As much as I love them, I love them so much that I'm willing mm. to sit here and hold them accountable for what they say mm. and how they say it. Mm. You know, and actually, even if it is just small little things here and there it's it's making people notice Lacey, and that you know, and that's that's exactly that's another big thing that i have because like i said a lot of my friends have a lot of my white friends have been coming to me asking me you know how can i help how can i do this how can i do that every single day and i'm just like you have to hold the people okay i understand you and i understand your value and i understand her, your heart but what are you saying to the people in the room like what are you saying in in that in that uh subs like in that situation and i think people get are, are like people our age get so uncomfortable with educating their parents and educating what's going on it's it's it doesn't feel right to them because well because the thing is is you don't ever want to sit here and think like oh my parents are racist you don't exactly ever sit here and think, exactly oh, this person that i love so much is a racist you don't want to sit here and believe that mm-hmm. you don't want to sit here and and honestly I don't think that most people out here, I genuinely don't think that they are outwardly racist. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the thing is, is it's not even just about sitting here and a white person yelling at a black person sitting there and saying, 
saying the n-word and mm-hmm. all this other stuff it's not even just it's not even those people that are that are the problem the problem is the people that say one thing whenever they're around people of color and then they change their tune whenever they're with their white friends exactly. because they know what they can and can't say mm-hmm. around certain people yeah and it's about 100 percent as those people it's about as like i i love my family i love my parents i love i love everybody and so the thing is is it's all about like i said holding those people accountable and sitting here saying why is it okay for you to say that with me sitting right here, mm. but yet you wouldn't say that in front of X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is and there are many people think that out there that out there that think, okay, I have a black cousin, I have a black friend, I can't be. Racist. I'm half black, okay. like. But what? A, but it, it, exactly. But the thing is, is it's not even about. I don't care who your friends are. I don't mm-hmm. care who your family is. The thing is, is that just because it doesn't upset your cousin and just because it doesn't upset your friends does not mean that it's okay for you to sit there and say that to everybody. Exactly. exactly. Just because certain people don't get upset does not mean that it's that it's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, having that convers- having really, really tough conversations with my dad, you know, and honestly, I think me and my dad have had a lot of very conducive conversations right, do i right. think that a lot it's all completely sunk in no it hasn't you mm-hmm. know like at the end of the day he's a 49 year old white male uh, exactly America, exactly it's hard to change that mindset it's hard to change that it's hard to change what they've seen and exactly. what they grew what they've grown up in because even having conversations with my mom exactly. like it's like Yes, I get it. Like, we are angry right now, but I can't scream at everybody. I can't be mad at everybody. Like, at the same time, we still have to educate, and we still have to... We can't be the angry... All eyes are on us right now. They are waiting to say... For us to blow up and say something wrong. Like, they're... Like, you you still have to... It's, it's because like... Because then that's their, that's their way. That's their way. That's their end. Exactly. Sit there and say, oh, exactly. yeah, I tried to have a conversation with somebody, but yet she started yelling at me. She exactly. started screaming at me. So, exactly. obviously, she's just an angry black woman. Mm-hmm. She just blah, 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 blah. That's exactly. her in to sit there and say some stupid racist shit. Exactly. 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 And, and that's... So the thing is, you can't give them an inch because they will take a mile. Exactly. Exactly. And that's... We have to sit here and say, look, you're being a dick right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your thought process... You may not sit here and think that you are treating somebody a certain type of way, but the people that you vote for, yeah, the policy yeah. that you support, yeah, all yeah. of that says a hell of a lot more about yeah. you as a person than yeah. your words. Yeah, exactly. And I think the main question is, is like, okay, you're not racist. I get it. But do you love black people enough for it to affect you? Like, do you love black people enough to vote the other way? Do you love black people enough to to not support these Starbucks and these Chick-fil-A's and all these? Like, do you love us that much for it to affect your pockets? And I think that's what it comes down to when it comes to who's who's really about the Black Lives Matter movement and who is it? Because that's where the change is gonna the change is gonna come from us fucking up their pockets and fucking up their and fucking up that wealth and and they're gonna be forced to put a black person at that table. They're gonna be forced to to put diversity in that company. They're gonna be forced to have us in that in that in that building. And honestly, Chick Fil A is 
Jane Elliott. I don't know if you ever heard of Jane Elliott, but mm-hmm. <laughs> she hits me in my soul because she is an old white woman mm-hmm. that had that the day after Martin Luther King Jr. was shot, mm-hmm. she did what with her elementary school classroom. She did an experiment called the Blue Eyed Brown Eye Experiment. Mm-hmm. And what she did was she made claims that you know people with blue eyes are dumb people with blue eyes are whatever the case may be so people with blue eyes or colored eyes or were ostracized against and they wore collars and everything like that to separate them Mm -hmm. from the brown eyed people that Mm. were seen as superior Mm. so Mm. and there's much Mm. i mean obviously there was much more that goes into that and everything Mm. yeah she was doing a she was she was doing, it was at a college, I don't know where it was, but she was um, speaking at a seminar, and she asked everybody, she was like, all of you white people in this room, I want you to stand up if you are okay, or if you would be okay with being treated the way a black person is treated right now. Mm. It's as simple as that. Obviously nobody stood. It's, a, it's as simple as that. Obviously nobody, obviously nobody stood. And she was like, no, I don't think y'all understood, like, what I said. If you are okay with being treated the way a black person is treated right now, please stand. Once again, nobody stood. So it's like, and she even said, she was like, so this is you telling me that you know what's happening. You, you know. know what's going on. You know what's going you know. on. Yeah. You know what's going on. You know how people are being treated. So you just, you just you're not don't. okay with it happening if, you, if you're not okay with it happening to you, why are you okay with it happening to other people? Exactly, exactly, exactly. It comes, it comes down to like, do, do you have a heart enough for the human race? Like, because th- there, there, this, this whole injustice, this whole systematic change is an easy change if we are all united. It's an easy if change. If we all have the same mission, if we are all, if we all have the same focus. Then everyone, everyone except those those blatant ignorant ass white people are gonna. Everyone wins. Like, and I just don't, like you said earlier, it doesn't come down to politics. Like I don't, I'm, I, I it's it's touchy for me just because I don't like the Democrats. I don't like the, I don't like either party. Like I don't I don't fuck with either or. I'm not excited about this election. Is it's it's completely Exactly, exactly. And it and it doesn't help it doesn't help that we have who we have in office because he just creates such a division and such a divide. Like he thrives off of it. Man, oh my god, bro. Look, if the Democrats would have called martial law, the Republicans would have fucking lost their minds. They would have lost their minds. <laughs> they would have lost their but the thing, but the thing is, a lot of the people, a lot of the people that that can't understand or won't understand what's going on with the country sides with him, and like they think like Trump. And unfortunately, he's a dangerous person. He has a dangerous mind, and that's why we can't seem to get the upper hand because powerful, rich white people are so fucking powerful. It's scary how powerful this man's a a rapist and a racist. It is scary how powerful this dude is. Like. I don't if, if if 
if we can't have the conversation of of you if you can't see the bullshit through Donald Trump then I can't we can't have a conversation we can't start anywhere if you can't see the bullshit of a man who tear gas members of a church to take a picture in front of a church with the Bible upside down. Like if you can't if you can't see that bullshit, then I can't have a conversation with you. Like I don't know where to start. <laughs> like oh. it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh-uh. God, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's scary because it's like. I'll read, the sad thing is, is I will read headlines and sit here and try and wrap my brain around. That's a headline. You can't. Yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't. Like that was real. Yeah, yeah, you can't. so delusional and it's, it's like blind, it's a blind it's a blind support and the thing is mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't see it as this but at the end of the day it's as dangerous as hitler and nazi germany absolutely he's a fucking dictator he's a fucking dick when he fucking turned off the lights in the white house and like that whole washington blackout shit bro you mad pussy because you only okay i get it you only real when you got your gang behind you like that like that shit, like, it's, it's, it's a whole, you can, it's blatant to anyone who's not caught up in that, in that realm. And, and that's the scary thing because there is so many people, they, there is so many people who backs him till this day and who will vote for him again in November. Like, it is scary. It is, it, it's like watching, it's like watching your Uber driver with a fucking crack pipe in this, in their passenger seat. Like, it's, like, it, it's like, scary. Man. It's, it's scary. Well, we <laughs> I hope I make it to my destination. Cause fuck. Like it's it's real life scary how he thinks. I think I think the way that we go about it though is extremely important because not even just with Trump, but I think with each other, it's one of those things that there are many, many, many white people out there that feel like that people of color are asking for an apology. Then fuck, we don't need no fucking, no, fuck that. I don't want no fucking apology. That's a big problem. Well, and the thing is, is that at the end of the day, I I didn't shoot MLK. I didn't, you know, I was not alive in the 60s. I didn't, you know, falsely accuse Emmett Till of catcalling me. I did. I myself did not do that. Oh, it makes me sick.
I recognize that, Erica, I have a powerful voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As somebody that grew up with privilege, not having to worry about the same things that people of color have to worry about on a daily basis, I recognize that I can use that to my advantage. I can use that to the advantage of my friends. I can use that to exactly. the advantage of people that are disenfranchised, to the people that are at a big disadvantage. That's literally all we're... We're not asking for no apology. We're not asking for all the extra shit. It's literally using your privilege to your advantage because we can't. We can't. When you're in that corporate building, tell them to hire black people. When you're in that, when you're in that, when you're in that room, when 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 Trump is being talked about, correct. The, it's using your privilege to your advantage. No one is asking for an apology. No one is asking for any of that. We're 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 pretty. We're, we're certain that we're not going to get a, a, an apology over the past centuries, centuries, and centuries. Like we're we're well aware of that. Four hundred years, and you're still waiting on an apology. Come on, come on, man. Come on, come on. It's, 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 it's super, it's, it's as simple as, it's as simple as equaling us, making, making sure that we are all equal and making sure that, that white people utilize their privilege to help us out because that has never happened. We have never had, we have never been in the same class, no matter what, and no matter what situation or anything. I think a lot of the misconception comes from a lot of people whenever they hear privilege think fiscally yeah 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 think monetary and it's not it has nothing to do with the money that your parents made growing up or you having to get a job at 13 because your parents couldn't afford like it has nothing to do with any of that nothing at all it's about the fact that you can walk through a neighborhood that you don't look like you belong in in a hoodie with some fucking and go home at night and and go home at night Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about the fact that it's about the fact that you can sell CDs and you can mm-hmm. drive down the freaking street mm-hmm. with a busted taillight without being be, like being fearful of the fact that you're gonna get pulled over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you're not gonna make it home. Exactly, exactly. I don't. I, that, it's about recognizing the, that fact. It's about recognizing the fact that privilege. When when we talk white privilege, it's not saying that you didn't work hard. It's exactly. not saying that you didn't have to do everything that you did for your family. It's say it's not saying you haven't ever struggled. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means in any sense. It means you don't have to worry about shit. America is set up for you to win. Trigger words are very triggering. So when white people hear defund the police or Black Lives Matter or white privilege, they flip the fuck out. As if like I don't I don't even I can't even figure out the reason why it's like you don't have no room to even educate yourself or even see where this other side is coming from, and that's you're where it hurts. Even, you're not even open. You're not open to yeah. listening to other people's other people's stories. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's. I think I think a lot of people also confuse the word prejudice and racism. Absolutely. I think that's a I think that's a big situation that i've seen nowadays and like i said once again had you talked to me four or five years ago i 100 percent believed in reverse racism mm-hmm. but honestly like gen- me too genuinely me too i i genuinely believed in reverse racism i thought yes i have been discriminated against because i'm white mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know whenever i was in high school 
whenever I was in high school, my high school science teacher sat there and told me that I wasn't going to get into UT because I was white. Mm. And of course, me mm. being white is like, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, excuse you. Exactly. Cinema <laughs> picking at diploma, <laughs> baby. <laughs> and the plow bus says otherwise. <laughs> but it was, but as I grew and as I learned, I realized what he meant whenever he said that. Mm. And it wasn't because, it wasn't because I wasn't qualified. It wasn't because I didn't have the grades. It wasn't because I didn't earn it just as much as everybody else. The reason he said that was because of things like, um, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, Affirmative action. Mm, good word. Was because of, was because of things that were in place like affirmative right. action mm -hmm. where, you know, there are policies and stuff that are set up at universities where they have to hit a quota of minorities. Mm. 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 They have to hit a certain quota of minorities to get federal funding. Mm to get state funded, like, uh. there, there's a reason mm. that affirmative action is in place. There's a reason, there's a reason that you have to do that. Yep, yep. The system is fucked and up. And it, and him telling me, and him telling me that was not racist. Right. It was not him telling me that, oh, you didn't earn it because you're white. Mm-hmm. It was him telling me that other people earned it just as much as I did, even though I'm white. Right, 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 right. That makes sense. That makes sense. And I don't and think, I don't think, I don't think a lot of people. It, it 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 all comes down to: Are you willing to educate yourself or not? That's what it all comes down to. Like, are you are you willing to take the next step and learn about all the events and what all these words mean? And all in the mid, like, like you have to know your vocabulary when you're talking about this justice system. When you're talking about systematic change, you have to know your vocabulary, and you have to, you can't be ignorant, and you can't be blinded towards the fact. No, because because prejudice and racism are two different things. They can sometimes be used interchangeably. Yes, but but you can be prejudice against a white person mm -hmm. you can't be racist against a white per person simply because racism is systemic racism mm -hmm. is a systematic issue mm -hmm. our system has never ever and will never be set up against white people whenever yep. our nation whenever our nation was born whenever that constitution was signed whenever we signed our declaration of independence from britain that was not with black people in mind. Hell nah. None of that Hell was written. Nah. None of that was written. None of that was written for even women, for Hispanics, for Native Americans. It was not written for those people. And we are not in 1776 anymore. We are not in that time where we had to ride horseback just to get a freaking message to somebody. We have all mm -hmm. of that at our fingertips. And you're still sitting here wanting to keep up this mentality that we should apologize for what happened back then. And that's not that's not what it is. It's about recognizing that the Constitution was not written mm -hmm. for black people. Exactly. It's about recognizing that the Constitution was not written to 
appease or to include black people. It was not. Mm -hmm. So that's the entire reason why amendments are made is because they, because times change. Exactly. Because we are constantly evolving. We are constantly evolving and change scares so many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you said, it's... But at the the end of the day, we need a, like, we need a complete paradigm shift. Mm -hmm. A complete paradigm shift if we ever want to get where we want to get exactly exactly and like you said earlier it all comes down to accountability you have to hold people accountable and you have to you you, we can't lose the focus not right now we cannot lose the focus of of cops killing innocent black people we can't lose the focus of innocent black people going to jail and all these innocent black people sitting in jail for 20 years and then then getting released and the government throws 20 million dollars at them and say my bad like they're like they're, the education system. Like I can go down a rabbit hole about the fucking schools in the hood that fuck that are set up for failure for our youth, and then our youth have to grow up in the streets, and then the streets lead us to 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 the to the penitentiaries. Like I like that's a it's a whole setup. Well, and we're not even gonna, and we haven't even we haven't even scraped the surface. Exactly. Racial profiling and how and how the reason that black people are arrested more is because there's constant police intervention in underfunded neighborhoods in neighborhoods of it's all a setup it's all a setup it's it's all a setup to make white people seem superior Mm -hmm. and it's and it's been like that that. the scary thing is it's been like that like i've had conversations before where i had to try to explain why drugs are pouring into the projects and not in these white rich uh properties like there's a reason the government that that even whole man do coke do meth do anything they fucking want yeah 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 it's the system. The system has always been set up against us. Always, like they they perp the the whole crack pandemic, like that whole Nixon Bush, like it's it's nasty. It's 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 heartbreaking. It's hard, and the reason why I don't fuck with the Democrats is because Bill Clinton passed the law of throwing all of us in jail for all those years. Like I don't I don't fuck with that off the strength, and and it's just it, it's heartbreaking. And it's and like you said, this isn't no just, you know, putting a new face in front of the country and everything's changed. Like, like you could fucking wash your car and the inside be fucked up. Like, no, this, this all needs a whole new reconstruction. This is a whole and, it, and it's going to take it's going to take people like you and me of educating and coming together and keeping the focus and trying to. Trying to make sure that people who are ignorant and blatantly racist, that, okay, we're going to skip over you, and you just going to have to deal with the change that's going to come. And like I said, this shit is not going to happen within the next 5, 10, 15 years. This is a whole system that's being changed. And until we can get some power... Well, and, and the thing is, is we scare them. We scare oh, them. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, they want to yeah. sit here and say, they want to sit here and say that, um, that we're the snowflakes. That we are just so sensitive nowadays that we get offended by everything. Last time I checked, you're the one sitting here screaming at workers because you have to wear a mask in public. Oh my gosh. You're the one sitting here, you're the one sitting here protesting because you need a fucking haircut in the middle of a global pandemic. (laughs) In the middle of a global pandemic. We're the snowflakes. 
I don't get it. I literally don't. But that is how America has taught people in America. And it's crazy. It is heartbreaking. First Amendment, but as soon as as soon as we say what we want, we either we either in jail or we dead. Like it's it, it's as soon as a black person says what they want, they lose their job it, for kneeling. Man, man, and it's like, and even with that, even with because that. The thing is, is people only want to people only want to call constitutional rights whenever it fits their political narrative. Exactly. And that's on both sides. Exactly. That's on both Republican exactly. and Democratic sides. Exactly. Exactly. We only want to sit here and support. We only sit here and want to say. Okay, well, I can say whatever I want to say, so you need to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it's not gonna happen. And it's like, what, what is it gonna? Who do we need to have in office for us to really like? At first, can we get a fucking real politician for one, for one? And I think, and I think the thing is, um, I, I just had to talk about the comparison with the uh, Bush, with George, with the second, second Bush, and um, and Trump, and I was like. You can't compare them because I would say I wouldn't agree with a lot of the shit Bush did, but he did do some shit. But he did do some shit. He did do some <laughs> shit. But but you like Bush was uh he was a good person. He was a good person. Like he he honestly was. Say what you want, but he was an honest good person. He was a southern gentleman. He just kind of fucked up every now and then. But like <laughs> but like you can't say that about Trump. Like, yeah, thank you, Trump, for releasing 20 black people out of jail, but in the process of keeping families away from their, from keeping kids away from their families and all the other bullshit you did behind closed doors. Like, you cannot. Also simultaneously groping your daughter and saying. You gross fuck. You disgusting, nasty fuck. Like. Ugh. It's, the, it's, it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. Nasty. It's, it's, it's not like you can't. So it comes down to, I get it. I get it. He's a great businessman. If you are a Republican and you make a, a hell of a lot of money. Okay. I understand it. But at, at some point you have to see the person for who the person is. You have to call a spade a spade. And are you willing to throw money on the line to vote for someone who's a dictator, who separates people? Because who's, the thing is, is people, we live in a society that values money over people. It's green. Green. Issues. Money having motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Man. greedy. Greed. Greed. Hey. Oh, it's greed. Like it's like it's like how like what what needs to happen in order like I was saying earlier, in order for all that like you you have to be willing to affect your pockets somehow. But in order for you to want to affect your pockets, you have to be a good person. So for anyone that's gonna vote for Trump in the in the second term, listen, stay the fuck away from me. You are not a part of you. I don't want nothing to do with you. Listen, 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 man. Listen, man, it's different. It is different. That first time around, that first time around, I was accepting y'all motherfuckers back and I was being y'all friends and having time. No, fuck that. If you can't see someone for who they are and call a spade a spade and be willing to change, a vote against a vote for Trump is a vote against me a hundred percent. Like I, I cannot. You, you cannot be the face of the United States and cause all of this division. You can't. I don't give a fuck how much money you give out. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Like if you are not a good person, if you are, if you're a part of a fucking sex traffic trade, you do not need to run this country. <laughs> like, like, why are you voting for this man? Like, 
Yeah. It's sick. I've learned so much since all this has started. Like, I've learned so much about people that I love. I learned so much about people that I'm around. Like, I've learned so much, and I have to... You know, and the thing is, is that I'm a firm believer that just because we have a differences in, just because we have differences in opinion does not mean that it has to affect our relationship. Absolutely not. I'm a firm believer that we can still stand hand in hand and have different opinions. That's fine. That mm-hmm. works. Mm-hmm. Racism is not an opinion. Racism is not an agree to disagree. This is we not no trendy topic. We disagree on racism. That's not how that works. Exactly. Exactly. And I think as white people, you know, that was one thing that bothered me whenever that was one thing that bothered me whenever all the riots and everything started happening is one, we started valuing buildings over people's lives. That was number one. Mm. Number two number number two, it was the fact that people wanted to automatically allude to the fact that Oh, the riots are happening because it's a bunch of thugs. Because it's all these people, and oh, I call white people thugs too. Because everybody's doing it, yada yada yada. No, you're doing cop that. out. Like, it's just exactly. It's a cop out. It's a cop out for your own racial discrimination. It's a cop out oh. for your own opinion and your own agenda. It's yeah. It's it's it, it's it gets nasty, and then it's like, and, and it's like you have to recognize like. Just, just blatant. Like again, what's right and what's wrong? These, this, this, this police system is not right. The whole, like, of course, no shit. Not all cops are bad cops. No shit. A few bad apples, whatever the fuck they say. But some jobs, some jobs, everyone has to be good. Like, like, like pilots. Like you can't have American Airlines call you and be like, yeah, so, uh, uh, you know, some of our pilots can land a plane, some can't. Like no, some jobs all people have to be good. Like and and yeah. it's it's like you can't keep using cop. There's a situation for every cop out I've heard. Like I can prove to you why you are wrong and and the and the racist bullshit that you're saying. And you don't even know that you're being racist or fucking ignorant because you friend. think this world is so fucking perfect. Like I had a friend that posted on Facebook and said, you know, we're teaching officer or we're all sitting here saying okay you need to you need to retrain your officers and everything how about teaching your kids not to be destructive or some something crazy like that and i commented and i was like brianna taylor was literally sleeping like, so it was Bob john so you know it's it's your rice was a 12 year old playing in the front yard with a freaking toy gun like, it, it's it's what are they doing that it's so what, what and guess what? And guess what? Guilty people don't deserve to be killed any either. Like yeah. e- even even if even if even if all these situations that that played out and black people dying, even if your job as a police officer is to protect and serve, not to fucking go ahead and kill guilty people off the street. That is not how that shit is done. Like well, and the thing is, is that even with the thing is, is that's another proof of white privilege because the thing is, is you have Tamir Rice that was shot in the, in his front yard. Toy gun. You have Tamir Rice that was shot for holding a toy weapon, a toy gun. You have him that was shot. You have Trayvon Martin that was coming home from a freaking gas station. Yeah. He yeah. wanted some snacks, bro. That's yep. all he wanted was some snacks. Yep. Can't go home. And yet Can't go home. shooting up elementary schools and you put them in the cop car and take them through Burger King? 
The whole system is fucked up. Man. It's scary. That is it's scary. That is privilege. It's it's super it's the fact super that Brock scary. Turner, the fact that Brock Turner can sit there and rape rape an unconscious woman behind a dumpster and serve get sentenced six months and only serve three of those months. But then you have people that are going and serving twenty plus years for nonviolent drug offenses. Yeah. Like, straight up. That's and that and and that's where voting where voting comes in and why it's very important to vote locally. Do your I am new to this. I'm I'm new to this. I will admit I I've never voted. I voted locally maybe a handful of times since I've been able to vote and I even even in those times I didn't really do my research. So I'm new to this. I'm new to really Picking up my phone and reading and figuring out these candidates and voting the right people in office that controls my community. And that's where that's another big thing that has to happen with us is is voting locally because we have to get these police chiefs to fuck out of here. These judges the fuck out of here. Like this whole system is 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 based on like they support all that shit. It's like ass backwards. It's, it's, it's ass backwards. It's a. You know what? It's a white before you poop kind of system. Is right. What it is. Exactly. 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 It's, it's, a, it's an ass backwards system that makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all rich white people trying. It's all rich white men sitting here trying to tell us how to live mm-hmm. whenever they have not walked a day in anybody else's shoes. Not at all. Not at all. So who the fuck are you to sit there and tell me? And that's the thing. That That's where I was going with that. You know, whenever all the riots and stuff started happening, that was one thing. Oh, don't loot. Don't riot. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Okay. You have Colin Kaepernick, who kneeled. Man. talked to a war veteran, a military veteran. He talked to him in and talked to him and had a conversation about how to do this respectfully. Mm Mm-hmm. How to do it in the most respectful way humanly possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Still didn't people work. Had a problem with it. Still ain't work. No, you have people, sitting, and then you have people sitting here burning down buildings, burning up cars, shooting people, like whatever. You have people rioting and people looting, and yet you sit there and say that that's not okay. The thing is, is one, as white people, who the fuck are we to sit here and tell anybody how to handle their own oppression? Mm-hmm. If somebody is raped, you are not going to sit there and tell the rape victim. How to handle their emotions and their actions after Boom. they were raped. Exactly. You're not going to sit there and tell them that. Exactly. So why the fuck do you think it's okay for you to sit there and do that to a black person? And how fucking hypocritical are you because of all the fucking looting and rioting that white people do just because fucking Texas Tech went to the Final Four and Lubbock went up in flames? Like, fuck, when the Eagles won. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Philly went up in flames. Like, it's like you you blew up a fucking church that killed four girls. Like you 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 tore down and shot up Black Wall Street up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Like please get the fuck out of my face with that rioting and looting shit. Listen, we not for that shit either. 
We don't want we don't want to go down like that either. But guess what? Well, and I even said that. I said that. I was talking to a family member or a friend. I don't remember. I was talking to somebody, and I was like, look, you think that people want to sit there? And don't get me wrong. Are there probably a select few that want to sit there? and Absolutely. 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 Yes. Probably. But the thing is, is sitting there and claiming that Black Lives Matter, even though Black Lives Matter has come out and said, we do not support all these riots, you're going to sit there and make that correlation when that's not like just because one or just because a group of people sit here and say, "Oh, I'm with Black Lives Matter. I'm gonna burn this fucking gas station down." That does no. not mean that that's what Black Lives Matter stands for, and that does not mean that that represents Black Lives Matter, the movement as a whole. Exactly. Exactly. And like I said, even if it did, even if it did, who the fuck are we as white people to sit here and tell you as black people how to handle your own oppression? Exactly. Who? Like, there is no reason for us to be able to sit there and say, that's what you call entitlement. Mm. Mm. We feel entitled enough to sit here and say, you can't do that. You can't kneel because that's disrespectful to our veterans. But yet, you can't riot either. You ain't no damn veteran. You don't know. Dang. Like, how you like, you like, come on, man. Shut up. Fuck out of my face. Like, you said you're fat ass. Like, you said you're fat ass at home and didn't fucking do anything. Talk about something, uh, uh, the veterans, mom, like, come on, bro, like, you know, first of all, this is no, this is nothing to do with the flag, this is nothing to do with the United States flag, this is everything to do with the systematic injustice, it's nothing to do with the flag, like, I, I saw somebody say, like, well, why Cap didn't kneel, uh, you know, during halftime or after the game, well, why the fuck will he do that, don't nobody watch no damn halftime, and now, don't nobody watch the end of the game, Everybody's eyes are, are tuned in at the national anthem, and he, so, he he made a decision to kneel his ass during the biggest part of the football game. They're like, I don't I don't understand. Well, everybody everybody wants to sit there and say he has a platform. He's not using his platform right. Blah blah blah. That's why he lost his fucking job. Yada yada yada. He lost his job because ninety nine percent of owners in the NFL are white. Yeah. Men. Yeah. Our white Trump supporters. He lost his job because he lost his job not because he's not capable of doing his job because at the time he was one of like he was he was just coming off of a fucking NFC championship like he he had just won a Super Bowl what two years before that or made it to the Super Bowl two years before that like he was coming off he was coming off of his prime yeah he was he was he was in his prime in his career doing all of this Mm -hmm. and yet everybody will say oh cap ain't shit just because you don't agree with something that he's doing. Oh, and the thing is then for people to sit there and say that he's never been through it because he had white parents. So he was adopted into a white family. So he can't, he, I guarantee you, he doesn't know a damn thing about discrimination. Neither do you, bitch, but you're sitting, still sitting here fucking talking about it's it. It's so crazy how they, how they try to tell you how to feel. Like you, you are literally going to sit here and tell me how to react and how to feel and how to control this situation. Like no, and that 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 that's the. Like I said, you would never, you would never do that to a rape victim. You would never do that to somebody. Listen, the the survivor of domestic violence. You would never sit there and say, you know what, your cancer didn't take you, so you need to be thanked. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You would never sit there and tell anybody that. It always, it always, whenever black lives are included, it always gets justified. It always gets justified. Oh, this black person killed this other black person. Well, that's black on black crime. My bad. We're just going to throw the other person in jail for life. And now we got two black people off the street. Okay, that mind you has nothing to do with, has absolutely nothing to do with police brutality. 
Oh my so, gosh. Who, like, the, like, well, and like I said, I hate whenever people bring up black on black crime one because what the fuck does that have to do with literally anything? <laughs> literally, and it has nothing to do with anything. Nothing. Literally fucking nothing. That nothing. means absolutely more black people kill black people than cops kill black people. Listen, listen, listen. If if I were if I were to go and kill anyone, it wouldn't. If I were if I were to go and kill another black person, it wouldn't be because they were black. That's for one. Exactly. That's for one. Exactly. I'm not gonna kill somebody because they're color. Like a black person is not gonna go kill another black person specifically because they're black. That makes no fucking sense. And half the time, there's black on black crime. There's a lot of black on black crime because the way our our hoods and our projects are set up. We are fed a lot of drugs. Drugs lead to a lot of selling drugs. Selling drugs leads to a lot of gang affiliations. Affiliate gang affiliations leads to a lot of black on black crime. There's a there's a it's a set they fucking know what they are doing. It's a setup. It's a setup. And the thing is, is that people want to sit here and claim, okay, black on black crime. Okay, cool. Cops kill or cops kill more white people than they do black people. simple math it's simple math that they don't want to acknowledge simple simple and like the fact that people want to sit and claim that it's even remotely related is insane and the thing is is if they are killing white people more than they're killing black people why the fuck are you outraged too i don't get it i don't get i don't get why you aren't outraged period i don't get how you can watch get how you there there all of these videos of cops killing innocent black people i don't see how you're not fed up like this no, like exactly what uh trayvon martin happened in what 2015 2014 like like this yeah. like that was years ago and ever since then there has been I, I i can't even remember the number it was something like some crazy number of black people that's been killed since then not including what what happened back in the day. Like, I, it's 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 the crazy thing is it's right in front of your face. The same way you can look up Google anything else on Google and be on Pinterest and all that other shit is the same way you can learn about a fucking America and learn about the history. And the scary thing is, is that those same white people doing all that funny food gazy shit and don't and can't understand and don't and don't want to learn. They have children. And their children, they're going to raise their children. And they're going to be the reasons why I have to tell my children. Exactly. I don't want to have, I don't want my kids to have the same conversation 20 years from now. That is why I am making my voice so fucking strong is because 
I don't want my nephews, my nieces, my kids, I don't my cousins, I don't want none of them to have to go through this. They shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to. I had a conversation with a woman that I worked with who was black. Um, this was a couple years ago. I had a conversation with her, and we were talking about uh, racial injustice. It was around the time that um, Alton Sterling yeah. and Philando Castile mm-hmm. and all of and, uh It was like three of them in a row or some shit. Terrence Kircher, I think, is Terrence Kircher. Was that his name? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was around. It was mm-hmm. around the time of all of that. Mm-hmm. And I was having a conversation. I was having a conversation with a woman. Like I said, she was black. And she asked me, she was like, you went to college, right? And I was like, yeah. She was like, what did your parents say to you whenever you left for school? Like, what were some of the conversations that y'all had before you left for school? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. They just had, like, she was like, whenever they told you, like, whenever they were trying to give you advice on, like, how to act whenever Mm -hmm. you were going to a party or... Right, right, right. They were worried about, like, things that they were worried about for you Mm -hmm. going off to school. So... I was like, well, they just told me, you know, not to set my drink down because they told me not to set my drink down because I can get roofied or I can mm. get drugged. They mm. told me that I always need to watch somebody open a drink mm-hmm. for me and, mm-hmm. or I need to watch the bartender pull it mm-hmm. or pour it or whatever, you know. Mm. Those were the kind of conversations that I had. Mm. And she, mm. she asked me, she was like, she was like, I didn't have those conversations with my son. Mm-hmm. And I kind of sat there for a second and I was like, well, why not? Why? Yeah. <laughs> well, and at first, because I was thinking it was just because, you know, I was a female and he was a male. You right. Know? Like, because at the end of the day, even though it's not on the same spectrum, you do have different conversations. Exactly. With a son versus a daughter. You right. Do have different right. Conversations. Like, he needs to watch his drink, too. But, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so, anyways, so at first I was confused as to where the conversation was going into what the point was. Right. But then she was like, I didn't have the, I didn't have that conversation. And I kind of just looked at her and she was like, the conversations that I had are if you get pulled over, keep your hands on the wheel. Don't move your hands. Don't say anything disrespectful. Yep. Be respectful. What do what they tell you to do. Yep. 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 It's and it, at the those... end of the day. The last thing that you need is to get shot specifically being pulled over because you were fucking speaking those those conversations are so tough because um you know i grew up listening to those conversations you know comply with the police make sure you don't say no don't do anything whatever whatever and i'm i'm super grateful of the times i've been pulled over and been and and i'm good to go or i've been in places where it's the stockyards or anything like that and nothing has happened to me thank god but it, it the conversation that's that's another heartbreaking thing. The conversations we have to have with our kids is is are so different. Draining. It's it's draining. It's like yeah, I can I can like it's so it's so heartbreaking that you're having to sit there and tell your five six seven year old kid that they can't ride their bike down yeah. the street. Yeah, yeah. Racism racism is learned. It is not yeah. an innate trait. You are not for sure. Born. For sure. You're not born that way. That's For not sure. an innate personality trait. Mm-hmm. That is a learned trait. Mm-hmm. You are taught that. And I you think, and 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 that's why it's so tough because I do have those friends, those white friends, where their parents are super conser- like conservative. Like 
They are all pro-Trump. Like, they will wave that Confederate flag. Like, and it's like, it's tough for them to, to really comply and understand because now that I see, now that I'm woke, because even I was, like, so sunken because I was around so many white friends that... Shit, I was I was I was agreeing with like a lot of the shit that I shouldn't have I shouldn't have agreed with back in the day. I, it's a fucking picture on my Instagram that I need to go to delete it. It's a picture on my Instagram of a Confederate flag behind me, and I'm just and I'm just with it and like and shit like it's just little little shit like that. Like so, I'm becoming woke myself. The difference is it's easier for me because my people actually experience it. My my friends didn't realize that they were putting me in situations that. I, that I'm not comfortable in. They didn't realize that they were saying things that I'm uncomfortable with because, well, because at the time you were comfortable with them. Exactly. At the time exactly. You, you, did, you weren't uncomfortable with them. Exactly. So they exactly. Know that they're making you uncomfortable if you didn't even. Exactly. Know. But the thing is, why do you feel comfortable saying that to me in the first place? No matter if I feel comfortable or not. Oh, it's because your parents and the way you were raised. So I and then and that's where I have to cut some bail to a lot of my friends that are coming to me and trying to learn this because I have to remember that you weren't raised right. You straight up. That, that, that just is what it is. Like you weren't raised right if you have to come to me and apologize for all the things that you said to me years ago. Like and and, and that's well, and the thing is, is that I think that I think that and I've seen this actually and it kinda makes me sad because the only way that we're ever going to be able to move past all of this is to educate people, is mm -hmm. for people to learn. Mm -hmm. And I have seen where there have been people of color that have said, and this was actually here on post. We have on post, we have what's called the anonymous page where people can be little fake little bitches and go mm -hmm. on there and like I've seen that. Yep. submit posts anonymously mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. So there was a lady that went on, or I guess it was a lady, I don't know, it was an anonymous post, so I don't know. But... It was something to the effect of, it's not our job as people of color to educate you on what's wrong in this world. And the thing is, and I understand it to a certain extent, mm -hmm. but some some of the comments and stuff, it, it was one of those things that it made me sad because I was like, if they're coming to you wanting to know right. what they can do, right. if they're coming to you with an open mind and an open heart to sit there and say, hey... I know that how I've been thinking is wrong. You have to be the same way. I want to change that. I want to fix that. You have to, we all have to be willing to open our mind mm -hmm. and open our heart to educating people. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it makes exactly. me sad because there are, because at the end of the day, there are white people out there that are willing mm -hmm. to hear. And For there sure. are white people out there that are willing to listen. To make change. To yeah. Learn. Yeah. Yeah. To make change. Exactly. And you can't, you, it, it's not fair to, and, and it's not fair to shame people for what, how, for how they were raised. Because at right. the end of the day, I, I can't control how I was raised. Mm. I can't mm. control what I was taught growing up. Mm. I can't control that. Mm. All I can control is my words and my actions now and my right. feelings now. And I'm choosing to sit here and reach out to you as a black person or as a person of color and say, hey, what can I do? Mm -hmm. What can I do as a white person to help with this situation? Exactly. And to sit there and shame somebody because they are reaching out to you is I don't think that's right either. And like and I even said that on that post. I was like, I am very pro Black Lives Matter. I am 
very, very, very pro-black. Mm-hmm. But pro-black does not mean anti-white. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I have, as a white person, I have, I myself have nothing to apologize for. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. about apologizing. It's not about, and this is just my experience and my opinion. I don't think that it's about apologizing for what happened. It's about recognizing it and educating myself to the extent that I see it, Mm -hmm. I recognize it, and I know what to do and what to say to fix it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that nowadays we live, we live in a society where we are more worried, like we are more worried about pulling out our phones and videoing what's going on Mm -hmm. versus actually standing up and saying, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. What are you doing? Are you psycho? Mm -hmm. Like, we are more worried about getting it on video, on camera. And don't get me wrong. A lot of these videos are of what helped these cases. And I'm, I'm thankful that we have those videos. As horrible as they are to have, mm-hmm. we, at the end of the day, we as people need to stand up and say, enough is enough. This is wrong. Yeah, yeah. And I think to your point of uh, educating, it's because it, I've battled that. I've battled with being so angry where I just don't, I'm like, how could you not? And I think it's just it's just the fact that we're so angry. But I had to I had to take a step back and be like, okay, Alex, you can't be you can't keep yelling at everybody. Like, if if people are coming to you willingly and and wanting to learn and and figure out how to change things, we have to educate them because obviously this system and this and social media and even the news is not going to educate of what's uh, what's really going on and how we really feel and what really needs to happen. Well, because at the end of the day, it's not it's not your job to educate us. That's the thing, is at the end of the day, it's not. It's really not your job as a black person to sit here and educate a white person as to how to deal with your injustice. Right. It's not your job. But I would hope that we live in a warm enough society to be able to sit here and have these conversations. Mm-hmm. To sit here and have these conversations and to sit here and say, hey, what can I do? As a white person, what can I do? How can I educate myself? How can I get involved? How can I, like, what can I do? Right, right. And I think that is important is just to recognize that there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and not only, and like like we said earlier, like, it's, it's, it's recognizing and then it's it's applying that pressure. It's putting those pressures in these companies. When you're in that room, make sure you are spreading like diversity. That. Like you have to like there this like again, this change is not going to happen overnight. I don't expect everyone to to make all these racist ass companies go bankrupt or to put black people in in, in into a seat. Like I don't expect that overnight. Or to stop believing that all lives I don't. I don't expect. I don't expect the ignorance to stop overnight because we have so much we need to change. But there is. We have to do it one day at a time. There has to be like something. You have to open your purse, donate, do something, go protest, put a post, do something to help us out. Like it's. It's. We're not asking for a lot. We're asking to be equal. That's it. We're not asking. Like and until. Until that happens, until we are all on the same page, we are always going to have this this problem. And I don't think I don't. 
It's difficult because no one wants to be held responsible. It's uncomfortable to call people out on their bullshit. It's uncomfortable. Like, it's going to be fucking uncomfortable for, for me when I go vote in November and vote for Biden. It is going to hurt like hell. That shit is going to suck. I'm not going to like it at all. But it's yeah. it, it has to happen. It, it has to happen. Like, uh, do you love black people enough for it to affect your pockets? That's it. And if I don't, if I don't matter, if I don't matter that, if I don't matter that much to you for it to affect your pockets, then by all means necessary, get the fuck away from me, cause you are dangerous to me now. Like you are, you are, you are dangerous to me. You don't give a fuck about my life whatsoever. All you care about is the money in your pocket. So until exactly. until that happens, until until we are all willing, black people too, black people like we we love to spend our money everywhere. We love to put our money everywhere. We don't even think twice. We are the main source of, of we, we give everybody our money. We can't do that. Like it there there is it's a it's a slow change. It's a it's a very slow change. It's a long fight. But we have to figure out who's willing to be online and on go with this long fight. This is not the time to be in and out. Exactly. This is this is not the time to, to post and delete. Like nah, 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 fam. This is not no trendy well, topic. This is also not the time to this is also not the time to sit and veer away from the main point. Exactly. You know, I've seen stupid fu- I've seen stupid fucking posts about people getting mad that this woman was wearing a face mask, mm-hmm. like an actual like exfoliating, mm-hmm. detoxifying face mask that was black and people calling it blackface. No, using the, know the difference between a fucking face mask and a, and people doing black people people, it, people it's so it's so easy to lose focus. It's so easy to lose focus. We are sitting here trying to pick and nitpick stupid shit to divide the focus. Like, to yeah, like, exactly. And the thing is, is that like as much as I don't like, first off, I don't like the Redskins for their for <laughs> reasons in and of itself. Facts, Cowboys Nation, and fuck that. I'm, I'm feeling a type of way about them niggas too. But Cowboys Nation, <laughs> like, like I feel a certain type of way about them in and of itself because right. they suck ass. Yeah, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. But, <laughs> but do I agree with their name? Do I agree with the fact that? And the thing is, is in do I agree that? And Jemima Pancakes was mm-hmm. built, a company built off of racial injustice. Yes, I do. But is that the main point of, of all of us doing this is to change some damn pancakes? Listen, they, the they, have, they have given us a shit ton of Martin Luther King streets and each one of them is the fucking hood. They have given us Malcolm X High School. Malcolm X High School is, is, is the worst. It's, it, they, have no, they have nothing in there. Like it's 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 so yeah. bad. Like it's it. I don't. I, I that's why I don't care about the Black Lives Matter street. Like it's cute. I, I mean, cool. Thank you. But that's not like what else? I need. I need something. I need something else because the street name is is we we've tried that already. You gave us street names before. Like that's cool and all, but what? That's why I'm not with this NBA shit. Like this is not the right time, fam. This is not the right time to put put to entertain these white these fucking rich ass white people and put like this is not the time there's a bigger fight to fight well, and, and, in, my, in my personal opinion and people obviously are probably going to disagree with me when I say this but I feel like it lessens the point yeah I feel like yeah. the entire point is not to change pancakes or change a name of a football team 
That's not the point. Mm-hmm. It's not to change the name of a football team. It's not to stop the entire NBA season. It's not to change the name on some pancakes. As conducive to the movement as a lot of that is, it's not the point. No, no. And like I said, that's my that's my own personal opinion. But at the end of the day, me being white, it's it. There are things that I can and feel like I can't. I can and can't speak on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I I can have opinions about them, but at the end of the day, it doesn't affect me. Yeah, me well, personally, I. And not the main point behind that. Right, right. But so I will, I will tell you this: like, black people ain't for that shit either. Like, we don't care about the pancakes. We don't care about none of that. We don't. We honestly do not. We don't care about none of that cute shit. We care about the shit yeah. changing internally. We care about people using their privilege to benefit us. People, you like, we care. We care about the internal shit. We care about people who. Like the posts are cool. I like the I like the black tile blackout Tuesday shit. I love I love it. It looks good. But what else what else did you learn that day? Did you take a step to really get educated that day? Did you really not spend your dollar that because day? Not, because it's not enough nowadays to just say I'm not racist. Exactly. It's not. Exactly. Exactly. It's not just enough to sit here and say I'm not a racist, but yet you still vote for Trump. You still vote for all of these uh, police chiefs and judges that Listen, aren't holding people accountable. If, if you're not for something, you're against it. If you're not for something, then exactly. I'm under I'm under the impression that you are not with the movement, and you are not. And if you are not with the movement, then you are the main problem. You are the issue. And and again, this is not gonna be no overnight change. We may not see it in our lifetime, but damn it, we are not gonna stop. There, like this is this is not gonna stop. Nope. Like like so. It's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Exactly, exactly. But Lacey, thank you so much. I I could talk about this shit all day long. I could I could talk about it. I, I can I could talk about this shit all day long. But thank you so much. I appreciate everything, everything you've done so far, everything you've said. Uh, you know, you putting your foot down and, and, and really just and really just being consistent with it. Um, so thank you. Thank you so I much. I got for real. Thank you for thank you for having me on. I, yeah. I we're, we're, next time next time you're on next time you're in town, we'll we'll do this face to face and we'll, you know, have a have have some have some champagne pulled up or some shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm down. I'm down. For sure, for sure. Thank you. Well thank you so much again. Um, I'll have all your stuff in the description. Y'all make sure y'all check out Lulu's Craft Boutique. I'll have that in the description as well. Um, but other than that, man, thank you, Lacey. Um, we'll catch up. We'll catch up when you get in town. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and um, I'll see you guys next week.